Hi, I'm Sandra. This is a show of conversations about motherhood, parenting, and all the good stuff we call life. Follow me as I spread mommy joy and share my stories. This is a different kind of mommy. Welcome everyone to A Different Kind of Mommy. I'm your host, Sandra, and I'm here with a very special guest, Megan. Megan, how are you? I'm so well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm really happy to have you as a guest today. And I'm happy because I've been following your blog for a little while. And I'll give you a little bit of back end story when we get into some questions around your blog and how I found you online. But I really feel like you're a friend in my head and I'm obsessed with your family and I'm obsessed (laughs) with your blog. And I'm so happy to have you today because today's topic is really special for me. It's called What's in a Name? And I remember having my daughter two years ago and really feeling like this one of the most difficult times of my life. And the hardest thing I had to do was to find a name for her. So you have a pretty big family and I just love your kids and I love their names. And I would love to talk to you about how that all started for you. How does that sound? I am excited. Thank you for letting me be a part of it. You're making me blush over here. Oh, oh, it's okay. You're totally <laughs> welcome. The honor is all mine. So let's start with how about you give the little bit give the listeners a little bit of an introduction of yourself and your family. Absolutely. So, like you said, I'm Megan Yancey and my husband and I, we've been married for 10 years nice. and we have six children. Yes. Wow, six children. You are always busy. <laughs> yes it's very lively here at all times (laughs) is it ever is it ever quiet no unless like a movie's on which I strategically only put like devices or movie time during the special times because then I can you know do something while they're doing it because it actually is quiet during that time nice okay so tell us the ages of your kids and tell us their names so Makeda is our oldest. She is nine. And then Samaria is eight. Nehemiah is six. Shiloh is four. Zion is two. And we just had Arrow and she is four months old. Nice. So a pretty decent age range in all of the kids. Yes. They're all, our first two are 16 months apart. And then our last two are 27 months apart. And then the rest kind of range around that same time. Wow. Okay. Okay. So your names, the name, the baby's names kind of sound like a little bit are biblical and maybe some aren't, or maybe they all are. Let's talk a little bit about their names. So I'm so intrigued with them and I love their names, right? I feel like it's so funny when I look at them on the blog and when you post about them and I follow you on Instagram and I'm always and I'm always commenting, I'm like, their names (laughs) fit them perfectly, Mm -hmm. right? Like it is, it's just so much them. Um, Were you one of those women or parents who had these names stored away, like in your memory bank? And if you knew you had kids, this would be, you know, their names. How did, how did these names come about? I've had a journal of names that I wanted for my kids since I I was a little girl. Like I've always been fascinated with names. Okay. So I, I don't think I used maybe even one single name from my first journal of names that I liked, uh, just because my, uh, what I've liked has changed over the years, but all of the kids actually have biblical based names. Wow. Okay. 
Wow. Okay. I like yeah. that. And so what made you, what made you want biblical names? Well, I, I kind of, I always like the idea of like a neat theme throughout names. You know, I like when I see like all the kids have like the first letter of their name is the same or they all kind of rhyme or something like that. I really like a theme. Uh, but I just thought with that many kids, it would be confusing if they all had like oh. all had M names or all had A names or all yeah. had, it just gets a little <laughs> confusing when there's a lot of them. It's, it's interesting that you say that because S names run in my family, right? So my, okay. my, my daughter's name is with an S. My name is with an S, right? My sister, yeah. all, like most of our family, the kids' names are S's. So we carry down that tradition and we're hoping that it goes Fun. down forever. I love that. I've always loved the idea of biblical names, right? So before yeah. I had my daughter, I really thought I was having a boy. And I was really, really like, I want it to be a boy name, but like a strong biblical name, right? With an yeah. S, with an S. So yeah. I just knew that I had a few names lined up. And if it was a boy, it was going to be like a really great biblical name that he would be proud of, that I would be proud of, that it meant something, right? Yeah. And yep. so when I had a girl, I was like, oh, I, <laughs> I, I was like, I couldn't find like a girl biblical S name that really felt like what I was trying to do. And so I kind of felt like I swayed from it. Yeah, I, I still I feel like you have the perfect biblical names. And even like the <laughs> S names could have like totally been my daughter's name. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, that's what it just happened to be that we have a Samaria and a Shiloh. And then my husband's name is Seaborn. And so they call themselves the S team. Yeah. See, look at that. I love it. But it does get confusing because growing up in the house, like my parents would call us by each other's names, right? Because all of the S's would get super confusing. Even right now, I call my daughter my niece's name. The S's, (laughs) it definitely does get confusing. Yeah. I like that. It does. I just thought with all, I knew we were going to have a big family. So I was like, "Uh," I mean, they already have pretty unique name so it's mm-hmm. hard for people to keep it all together anyways mm-hmm. so I was like well we'll see but just yeah, I don't know it just always seemed right to have a biblically based name just with our Christian faith just to like have that be kind of a theme throughout our kids names yes I love that so when each kid was actually born did you feel like this name was perfect for them as soon as you saw their face you know I always kind of thought that because I've heard a lot of women in there like they had two or three names that they wanted and then they waited for the baby to be born and then they knew when they saw the baby what they wanted their name to be and I've always kind of wanted to experience that but my husband has always been like I want to know I want to name them yeah and I want to call them that name while they're in my tummy growing still and so we've kind of just always it's been me because kind of always been on the same page with the names and so we've been able we've just kind of known what they were when we were pregnant with them and then it always just fit once they were born right right so my next question was do you feel like they live up to that name especially with it having so much meaning and history in the bible and I said it like when when I see your kids playing and I see these beautiful pictures and I see you guys all matching I'm like I don't know what a Shiloh looks like, but that is Shiloh, right? Like that yeah. is the perfect name for this kid. And so it, it's almost like even like the picking of the biblical name, like God had so much to do with it that it was mm-hmm. meant to be for each of those kids. 
Yes, absolutely. And when I look at like the biblical meanings of their names, it does. It fits their personality and just how their traits are and their personality is. So it's really kind of cool to see. Right, right. So I hadn't thought about that, right? Because they do in essence have meanings, right? And so you Mm -hmm. see how they're growing into their personality and into their ways on how they're shaping around the Mm -hmm. true meaning of it. And then of course, seeing how it really does fit them. Do you feel like you have any regrets in any of those, in any of those names that you've chosen? Not necessarily regrets, but when you look at our kids' names, you can kind of see the flow that changes a little bit because we've been having kids for 10 years. Our oldest is nine. Right. And so kind of the taste of, I don't know how to explain it, the taste of like what we preferred. So like our last three kids, they all have kind of gender gender neutral names. Okay. And then... Uh, because Shiloh, Zion, and, and Arrow, I've seen boys and girls. Yeah, they're names. very, very, yeah, you're uh, absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we have Makeda, Samari, and Nehemiah. You know, they all kind of end the same sound. So you can kind of see, like, the shift in the change in our names, even by what well, we've stuck true to the biblical-based names. Mm-hmm. So I don't have regrets, but you can kind of see... Because we were just, we were different people 10 years ago. And so we had a different taste in names that we liked. So I still love all of their names, but you can just kind of see a little bit of change through Mm. the first three and the last three. I like it. Do you mind sharing with us what each of those names mean? Yeah, I mean, there's six of them, but I'll try to get through it quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so... Makeda is in the book of Joshua. It's Mm. actually a location in the Bible. Okay. But it means worshiping, raised, a a place of shepherds. Uh, So I feel like that fits true with her uh, because she is a worshiper and she... This she's just this place of peace. And then Samaria, that's like Samaria, a location in the Bible. Uh, It's the capital of ancient Israel. And it means watch mountain or watchtower. And I feel like that fits her so true because she is kind of like a people watcher. Like she is like keeping Mm. track of everything and, and on, on guard for things. Mm. (laughs) And then Nehemiah, that's a man in the Bible. Obviously there's a book of the Bible in Nehemiah and it means comfort of the Lord or comforted by God. Wow. Wow. I love that. Yeah, and he has like a pretty crazy birth story, and it, it's just just neat to see uh, how God comforted us and comforted him through his kind of traumatic entrance into the world. Okay, okay. Yes, and then Shiloh, that's also an ancient city in the Bible, and it means tranquil and peaceful, mm. and she is completely that. She also has her wild side, but it still has this peace about it, so... It's neat to see that. And then Zion is, in the Bible, a biblical term for promised land. And it means monument or raised up. And he is our absolute fire child. So oh. when I think about, like, <laughs> he is just strong, like a monument like, like that. Uh, and then arrow comes from Psalm 127, 4 through 5. Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a, a reward from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. So that's where arrow comes from. Oh, my God, Megan, you guys are so beautiful. Like, this is touching. <laughs> I'm getting the chills because I feel like <laughs> I am a devoted Christian as well, right? And so for me, um, 
I don't read the Bible all the time, right? I'm very spiritual. Mm -hmm. I don't go to church all the time. And so Mm -hmm. for me, hearing this stuff is just like, wow, I love this. I just... First off, I love Christian-based families, right? I just feel like Mm -hmm. they're just always so loving and so kind. And when I when I when I feel like I put the names to the faces of your children and then understand their meanings, it just makes me want to read the Bible more and more, right? And (laughs) love it more and more. Do because you guys are a Christian-based family, do you read the Bible with the kids? Like, do they understand what their names mean, and are they fascinated about those definitions and stories? Yeah, I mean, I definitely like to dive into their names more. And I think them knowing that there's purpose and that their names are in the Bible when I show them the scripture and it has their name written in the Bible, I think it's so cool for them to make that correlation and kind of dig into deep. And they each have in their rooms, uh, they have some illustrations of the biblical Mm. meaning of their name. And so it's just neat that they have that depth to go into it and um, we can kind of dive into that together in the word. Nice. I like that. Do, do you find that you run into a lot of people that ask you stories about their names or how they come about their names? Yeah. Oftentimes we'll get questions like, what are all their names and where did you get those from? And mm-hmm. because Makeda is not like you wouldn't hear that name and think that's in the Bible. I mean, I didn't. Yeah. I've never so, heard anyone with that name before. Yeah. 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 Now you're going to go look in the book of Joshua. Yeah, I'm, huh? I'm go- I promise you, I'm going to read the entire book to, to find out more <laughs> about Makeda. <laughs> uh, it's, it's an interesting story because it's just a location. Right. But uh, what happened at Makeda is, is interesting stories. So, okay. okay. I'm going to keep you posted so I can tell you what yes. I've learned. <laughs> so yes. I will, just, I will say the true fascination for me was Arrow. Right. So with, with, with your new baby coming aboard, right. I remember reading your blog and I remember you announcing that her name was going to be Arrow. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like that is so different, right? And so Mm -hmm. unique. And I kept saying to myself, where does she get Arrow from? Like there has to be something around Arrow. And to me, that felt like it was so new, so unique. And I just had to know how this name came about. And I did not realize that it was, you know, from the Bible. Yes. Yep. From, from Psalm 127. And it's just kind of fit with, uh, you know, having our sixth baby and it just was, and I would have gone either way with it, a a boy or a girl. Right. Right. So it it is kind of unisex. Yeah. 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 And the thing with her name is, so her, all of the kids have two middle names Mm. because I love names so Mm. much that I wanted to use as many names as I could. (laughs) And so her first name, two middle names, last name. What was that? It's like first name, two middle names, last name? Yes. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yes. So Arrow is Arrow Journey Gray, Yancey. <gasps> mm. So it's really, it's really was cool because the other kids played a big part in her naming. So Journey, all of the, so I have a couple themes running through here, I'm realizing. <laughs> all of the girls, because we have four girls, all of the girls' first middle name starts with J. Wow. So journey fit for her. And it's just because uh, our family is embarking on this new journey in life of entrepreneurship and things that we're doing. And so it just fit in that arrow is kind of coming into the coming into the family and into the world on this new journey for us. And then gray is one of our favorite colors. But also mm. <laughs> uh, my oldest, Makeda, while I was pregnant with arrow, 
she was writing a story about our family. She's like this artist and writer and creative little mind. And she wrote this story about our family. And in the story, we had seven kids because the kids know that I want seven children. (laughs) So in the story, she had seven kids and the seventh child was named Gray. And I said, Makeda, I love that. That's so creative. I love that name. And then we ended up just using it as Arrow's second middle name. And so it was kind of, it came from her big sister. So oh my it was God, neat. I love that story. I love that. How yeah, cool, it was neat. How cool is that? Do they have like nicknames? Because you, you just want to kind of like shorten some of them up or just, you know, how, how do, do, you, do you nickname any of them? Oh, I love nicknames names. I love them. See, I feel like this is a perfect topic for you. It is. I'm all all into the name game. I love it. So maybe if I ever have another child, I will ring you up and we can brainstorm names. We can brainstorm some fun names. Yes. Nice. They all six of them have shortened nicknames and I often mostly call them by their nicknames. Okay, nice. So I like, I like, let's transition into what you just said about you've always wanted to have seven kids. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there's one in the makings. Do you feel like you possibly, you already know what that name is going to be? Like you have something in a bag. And if, if that, if that ever happens where God leads you to the seventh child, do you know what that kid is going to be named? I do. And it's how, because my husband is just, he's done having kids. When we got married, he wanted two or three kids and I wanted infinity. Ooh. So I'm like, we need a, we need to come to a compromise here. So we're at six and he's, he's pretty much done. So I, I said, well, let's just pray and be open to what the Lord has for us. And maybe adoption is that. And okay. so I already, so I know the name of we both know the name. So whenever he, whenever he is like, no, we're done. And I'm like, but what about, and I say his name. I don't know if I should say what I, no, no, let's keep keep it it a secret. Yeah, keep it a secret. (laughs) I I like that. It's a secret, but I'll say the boy's name. And then he's like, ah, yeah, I know. Because I just feel like he is still supposed to be part of our family. So Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see. We'll see what God has in store. Wow. So I commend you because like, I don't even, I can't even imagine my life with seven kids, right? One, <laughs> one right now for me is like, oh my goodness. And I really want to have another one. I, w- I feel like there's power in three, right? So if mm-hmm. I feel like if I was a little younger or I would have started earlier, I would definitely say I want three, right? But right now mm-hmm. I have one and I really want one more. I know three is out the question for me. Like, <laughs> but, but you want seven. That's so admirable. Like, I don't know anybody that says I want seven. I don't think I know anyone with like over four kids, three, four kids. So yeah, that, that's wonderful. <laughs> well, I think I got to a point because people would be like, well, why seven? I'm like, I don't know. That's just my number. Like, some people, they know they want two kids. Yes. Some people, they know they want three kids. So I can want, I know that I want seven. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, that's how I feel. I want I three. For me, for me, that yeah. number three, I, I feel like there's some kind of power in that three. And I don't know if it's there just all go. in my head. Um, I don't know if I'll ever have three, but that would be like a wish for me, three. So yeah, I guess seven is your number and I'll it's pray for number. seven for you. <laughs> and I will say, because people will say a lot, well, I don't know you do a seven I can't even do it with my one or two but having one or having two is a whole nother game because you are their 
prime entertainment and source of everything Mm -hmm. versus having other siblings to play with and run around with and help with. So when you have one or two, it is a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it's time consuming, right? Like you said, it's dedicated time. I have also heard this when I've asked friends who have bigger families. And they often the advice I hear is once you have two, it's no different than having a bunch. Right. So my I've I've always heard having one is easy and having two is like an army. But after you have two, you can have any number amount and it's all the same. So I definitely have heard that. So I guess you are proof that that is that is (laughs) that is true. It is for sure. It's the only, the only difference is when you're making peanut butter jelly sandwiches, you're making seven right, <laughs> right. versus one or two. So that part, but otherwise the rest of it is like, yeah, once you, once you go past two, it's, you just yeah. having fun to the bunch. And so I guess for you, it's kind of like, well, I'm already making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It doesn't matter how exactly. many you have to make, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you have any advice you want to give moms who struggle with trying to find a name? Because I will tell you, I have a couple of, I know this one, I have this friend who actually had this name totally picked out. And then by the time she got home, she didn't like the name and she tried to, you know, Mm. went to change the name. And I do realize, as I mentioned earlier, that it was one of the hardest things for me to do. Just just because you know that your baby has to live up to this name for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. for me, my daughter's name is Summer. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I actually I had this whole fascinating story on how I thought my birth was going to be, right? So I right. thought that she was going I wanted her to be born on the 4th of July and I would be in the hospital giving labor, giving, you know, giving birth and in labor <laughs> and I would see fireworks from this window. <laughs> I, I don't know where I got that from. I seriously don't know. And so I just kept saying to myself like 4th of July is like the perfect summer day and I actually love summer and summer activities and as I started to think when the doc after the doctor told me I was having a girl I started to think of um like I love summer so much and she was actually supposed to be born in August right and so I kept Mm -hmm. thinking oh my goodness what if she came early July 4th of July is like a perfect summer day and bam it just stuck that her name was going to be summer and I told my family and they hated it but I was not budging because I was like this is perfect I love summer right and everyone's just saying like I don't know anybody named summer are you sure you want to do summer and I was not budging I was like I love summer so fast forward a little bit and you know I went into early labor and had to do you know an emergency c-section and she came in June so that whole July thing never played out (laughs) but I still look at her and I'm like well June is still summertime and it doesn't matter like she just brings me so much joy just like summertime and I can't wait for summertime so I feel like that's perfect but I will say I had a hard time finding I wanted to keep the theme of the s names right Mm -hmm. and even when I thought it was a boy like my sister and I were were thinking of good boy names and I wanted it to either be Samuel or Solomon right and Mm. I just was like I love these two names but when it came down to girls and even in general, I was just like, this is so hard. Like, it's really, really mm-hmm. hard. So do you have like any advice to people who feel like, I don't know how I'm going to do this? I totally love that story, by the way, about summer. Like, that's that's so fun. Oh, thank you. And you have a story. And, I and do. cool, interesting thing, I wanted like the name Winter was in the mm-hmm. running for Arrow. 
everybody tells me if you have a second kid, you should name her Winter. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or Autumn. That would be cute. I get a lot of Autumn yes. too. Yeah. Oh, so you should you should just have four <laughs> and just have every season. Just have four kids in every season. So I will tell you, if God blesses me with another child, and I think if, if it's going to be a girl, I think I'm going to tell you her name because I feel like me saying this name is bringing her to existence. Yes. I feel like I'm going to name her Sky, right? And it's, it's just something around oh. the summer in the sky. I love that. Yeah, I think I'm going to name her Sky. So we'll, we'll see it. how that goes. <laughs> I totally, totally love that. Okay, so advice that I would have um, is to just keep like a little journal mm. or things with you and throughout your day kind of in like, I don't know, I've done it my whole life when even before I was pregnant, but <laughs> while you're pregnant and just keeping track of like little names and words that stick out to you. It doesn't even have to sound like a it doesn't have to sound like a name, like a like a traditional name. I've just met some people and I got to hear their kids' names and uh one lady named her daughter Baker. Mm. And I loved that. I loved it. And then I had another friend and I found and I saw oh I saw it on Instagram. She named her daughter artist. Wow. And I just, I have two daughters and one wants to be an artist and one wants to be, wants to be a baker. And I was like, Oh my goodness, that's really neat. Like they're, Imagine they're that. Named, yeah. And so like they're there, you can really think outside of the box. I mean, those were basically career choices that, yeah. that they turned into names or like, you know, when you think of, um, you know, people are using Apple or yeah, like all uh, the names that, yeah. If you look at all the celebrities right now, yeah. they'll give us all the incentive we need for different names too. Yeah. 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 So when you can kind of think outside of the box and just take everyday words and kind of make it into your own, uh, and then, or like if you like certain themes. And so I remember earlier years when I, when my kids were my older kids, when I was having them, I would look at a lot of the baby name lists, but mm-hmm. I didn't like when they were really high up on the list. Cause I wanted unique, more mm. unique names. Mm. So I, I didn't look at the top of the list. I looked at the bottom of the list, like scroll straight down or flip. Yes. Straight. Okay. I like yes. that. Yeah. Okay. And so I think that would be my advice just to keep track of words that stand out to you and that are meaningful to you and kind of go from there. Got it. I got it. I like that advice. I think that works, right? Yeah. I think a lot of times we don't even start thinking about names until further down or later in our pregnancy. And then Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a mad dash, right? We're going through Brooks. We're going through the internet and there's so many, oh no, no, I don't like that. And then you get, and then you get stuck, right? Unless you're someone who knows I really, really want that name. I will tell you that forever, I remember telling my sister, oh, if I ever have kids, her name is going to be Crystal. And I don't know (laughs) what it was. I just love Crystal, especially with a K. And when I found out I was having a girl, I was like, oh, I don't like Crystal anymore. Like, I like (laughs) it, but I don't I don't want a daughter named Crystal. (laughs) Right. Right. And so I, I thought about it a lot when I was like, should I just name her Crystal? Like, I always wanted that name. Should I just do it? But I, I just I could not find it in my heart to name her Crystal. And so I think that that was like a sign. Right. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I think, you know, you can kind of feel like 
in your heart what it what it's going to be and then it it always fits them it always fits them so well yes it does and we call my daughter summy for short and i just look at yes. her and i'm like oh my god this is this is her it's a perfect name for her yes mm-hmm. i love that name thank you i want to talk a little bit about your super mommy powers right because <laughs> i feel like there's no other way to label you besides being like a super mommy you have like six kids and i can just imagine so much that's happening in your world one of the things that I absolutely love reading on your blog was your home birth right and so to me that was fascinating first off I want to say kudos to you for having like a home birth and it's just something that I would feel so scared to do how did that decision come about and what did you learn from that it took me three kids to to do home birth and I actually, we didn't make the decision until I was 37 weeks pregnant and we didn't find a midwife that would take us until 38 weeks. So I was like already almost due and we had been doing hospital care the whole time. Wow. And then we switched to home birth and our first home birth was crazy ridiculous. He was stuck oh. and he had shoulder dystocia and it was just, it was pretty crazy, but we kept doing home births. We had three more home births after that so wow so I remember the reason why this is fascinating to me is because my sister always wanted to have a home birth and I remember Mm -hmm. her saying you should have a home birth and I kept thinking to myself how would that even work like I would be in a pool Mm -hmm. in my living room my neighbors would hate me my dog would be trying to jump into this (laughs) pool it just felt like I could never do that but when I like I think I had a great hospital experience right though I felt kind of like it wasn't fully me right like mm-hmm. I felt like in in honesty I felt sometimes like just another name and a number right I really yeah, yeah. wanted a midwife I really wanted kind of that whole doula experience and kind of doing mm-hmm. it my way though I knew I wanted drugs right but I just knew that it, I just didn't really fully wasn't sold on the hospital weight. Right. And so mm-hmm. when she tried to sell me on, when my sister tried to sell me on the home birth, I felt like I didn't have enough guts to do it as a home birth. Mm-hmm. Cause I live in an apartment mm-hmm. and it just didn't, I couldn't imagine it. But when I see other people do it, I love it. And I'm so intrigued by it. And so you've had three of them. So what are some lessons that you've learned from these home births? Oh man, just kind of trusting God for that my body was created for the whole process. And it's, it was really interesting because I think midwives do it differently, but I never know what centimeters I'm at Mm -hmm. at at, at any point. Like I'm never checked throughout the whole process. And so I just, I only need to listen to my body and my midwives know when I'm close based on my sounds. Right. And so it's just this like really beautiful process that our bodies can do and then they just naturally do it and so uh this last home birth was really really neat to experience I mean it's freaking painful of course but right? yes of course <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no there's nothing that's going to change that but um it's it was really really neat experience just to like let my body process through and work in its own timing and never really knowing when I don't know where I'm at at any point that I'm not anticipating an end time or getting tired or I can't do this anymore. I don't get to that point because, uh, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, sometimes you'd be like, Oh, you're at a seven. So you're almost there. And then maybe Ah. 10 hours go by, 
you know, so I don't have this expectation of what it's going to look like. Mm. In my mind, I'm like, this could be days. So anything shorter than three days is going to be great in my eyes. So wow, that's interesting. um, That's it's a good way to look at it. Yeah, it's it's been cool not to know, not to know where I'm at because I don't have an expectation of when it it's going to be done. Right. I like and I can that. just, I can just let my body work through it. Yeah. So it's I, been, it's been wonderful to be able to experience that and to be, this last home birth was incredible. Although I didn't sleep the whole night before the baby was born at 4am mm. in, in my bedroom. And I was in my bed and each of the children woke up at different times wow. and walked into our bedroom to say good morning. And I, we were able to introduce their new sibling to them. Like it was just magical. And it was like the sun was rising and beaming in through the windows. It was so amazing. Oh, my God. See, I love that. How symbolic. Like you will always remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm jealous. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Okay. So I've talked about your blog a lot. I feel like I want the listeners to know more about your blog, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you a little bit of story, a little bit. I want to tell you a story on how I found your blog. <laughs> so I had my daughter in 2016, right? And I remember saying to myself, you know, I don't really follow many mommy blogs. And I really would like to, me being a new mom, I'd like to see how other moms are experiencing life. And literally it was the end of October. It was Halloween, right? And I said, mm-hmm. um, I said to myself, um, sorry. Um, just to just to back it up logistically with the dates I had my daughter in 2016 but in 2017 is when I said you know I really want to follow these blogs yeah and so it was literally October 31st and I was really having this emotional time because in October October 30th to be exact I found the year before I found out I was pregnant right and so for me I was Mm -hmm. just really emotional about the date and and remembering everything that was happening and I wanted to have this urge to see how other mommies that are not really in my circle, what they were doing and how they were Mm -hmm. feeling. And so I did a random Google search, right, for mommy blogs and a whole bunch came up and then me clicking and clicking and clicking, I ran into yours. And as I ran into yours, it was like your blog's one year anniversary, right? And so I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, this is a sign, right? And (laughs) then I started instantly following you, right? And then I said, why haven't I thought about following her on Instagram? And that's when I started following you on Instagram. And there's been many different posts that you have posted. I've gone to, you know, look at your store and to see everything that you're doing and following some of the projects that you're working on. But there's been just multiple things that I really feel like touched me during different times for specific Mm -hmm. reasons. Right. And so I feel like I'm an avid follower of you. Like every, every Monday I say, okay, I wonder what Megan has posted. Like that's normally what I do. I come into the office and I'm like, okay, Monday is my day to check her blog. And I want people to understand more about your vision on this blog and what it means to you and what you're hoping, as well as to talk about some of the projects that are in the making that you and your family are doing. Yeah, absolutely. And that was, that's a fun story for me to hear that. I like to, to see how I can initially get connected with people because that. That's really what I envision everything being. I love uh, people and being in a relationship and growing and collaborating and doing things like this. And so I think initially when I started expanding with my blog, it was to create this community of moms and women and that can relate together. And through the past year, I'm like, there's so many amazing communities for mm-hmm. moms and, and women to get together. And I, and I felt like I don't really need to create a different 
different community for that because I can join any of these communities and meet these people. But I just wanted a space to share things and relate with each other and encourage one another and to just have a place like that. And so that's a lot of my main goal when I share things is that if I can reach one person or some, some person's going through the same thing that I am, that we can kind of encourage and support one another through that. And, and I'm learning along with people, you know, there's so many things I'm like, I don't have it all together. I, I'm learning the same way going through the journey with everybody. And so I think it's neat because social media allows for that to happen. Some of my closest friends are women that I've met online. And I think that it's just a cool time we live in where we can find that where you can be like, I want to, I want to find some bloggers and some Instagram women that I can follow and that I can connect with and that we can go on and we can do that and we can find them and we can build and grow together. And so that's really the kind of space that I want to cultivate. Yeah. And that's what I loved about it. Like it was so authentic, right? There were Mm -hmm. many days where I felt like I was in the living room with you guys, right? Or I was in a park (laughs) with you guys, or I'm actually there while you're taking care of the kids because it just felt so real. And like you were a friend of mine, right? Like just witnessing my friend's life. And that's what I love about it because sometimes I feel like, a lot of blogs or different blogs or different communities and sites kind of gloss over things. Right. And we don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know if this is the Instagram life or the blog life. And so for me following you and reading these stories just feels so at home and so authentic and real. It's kind of like, Oh, she's my friend. Right. Like, (laughs) and that's what I love about it. I'm that makes me so happy to hear because that's exactly what I want it to be that like this is friendship growing place and granted I do like to keep my Instagram feed pretty like I like to post pretty photos but you will read mm-hmm. the crap that I'm going through <laughs> like I cried in the corner today because I don't know what to do with my six-year-old who is very defiant you know so I'm sharing the nitty gritty with a pretty picture. So right. but <laughs> just I th- go into my Instagram stories and you'll see all the mess. Though. I think that's what I like, right? Because how I found you was your blog first, right? And I was yeah. following oh. your blog for months before I saw the pretty pictures, right? And so yeah. the yep. pretty pictures just tie it together for me. But when I'm reading your blog, it's like, oh, she's talking to me, right? Like yes. we're, we're together. And that's, that's what I liked about it. Maybe I would feel differently if I found the blog, if I found the Instagram second or I mean yep. first and then the blog. But to me, the blog was just so raw with so, so much great emotion that I was picturing it like reading a book, you know, and that's yeah. what I love. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad to hear that because I'm pretty strategic what I put on the blog and and what I'm sharing more in long form writing on there. So I really I want it to be things that people can relate to and that they can see that raw and realness. Well, keep on doing it because I love it. You have a fan fan in me. (laughs) You're awesome. So talk about some projects that you guys are working on because I read a lot of it. And so for um, people who don't know what's in the mix. Oh, man, so much stuff. So uh, basically he doesn't like me to say it like this, but I just retired my husband from his job, uh, with my young living business. And so we're both on this entrepreneur path from home together and it's been incredible. So we'll both be, if, if anyone did not think that they could get their husband on board from homeschooling, when we first got married, my husband was against homeschooling. And this year he 
is going to be homeschooling with me. So it's quite the big change. I have read that um, on your blog. And so I find it interesting. And I think that I love it. I'm going to keep following because I want to see how your husband do. Is he going to be, he's he's like, he's going to help teach, actually teach as well. Wow. Yeah, we're going to do it together. So we're going to be building our businesses together, uh, doing homeschool. We are recently embarking on starting our own family YouTube channel. So that'll be launching soon. Nice. And then I'm writing my first book. So I'm hoping to have that out in the next year or two. Oh my God. You have a lot in the making. I love it. I cannot yeah. wait. I cannot wait to embark on this journey with you. I love it. Yeah. We're pretty excited. God is good. So before we close out, I normally like to ask my listen. I normally like to ask my guests two wrap up questions, right? To get yes. a little bit more information on you. But I will say before I ask you this questions, I have to tell you something really quick. I remember going into Target and seeing your daughter on the poster, <laughs> right? And I was like, yes. oh my God, I know this kid. I know this kid. <laughs> I literally stopped in the aisle and people were looking at me like, look at this crazy woman. And I said to myself, I know that kid. I know I felt like she was my niece or something. And I was just so happy to see her on this target ad. And I'm just like, these people are meant to be in my life. I love them. (laughs) Well, we'll just be best friends from this point on. So (laughs) it is, it was really fun. Most, all of our kids do a lot of modeling jobs. And so, uh, Samaria did that big target ad and it was so cool my mother-in-law was said that she went to the local target and everybody who passed by she was like this is my granddaughter this is my granddaughter and and that's how I felt like I wanted to say like she was my niece or something but I just kept saying I know her I I think I was going to target just to look at her at that at that particular time I was just like I I need to go and see her yeah so I love that they're even doing their little things and I think it shows the true entrepreneur thing right like this is what you're passing on to them and they're starting their little jobs and their little focuses so I love that yes it's been fun nice Okay, so with your with your six kitties, with so much going on, with you being a mommy and a wife and doing your homeschooling and entrepreneur stuff, talk to me a little bit about what do you do to take care of yourself? What are your some of your self-care regimens? I would say when my husband was working full time, it was getting a 30 minute bath in. Like mm. if I could just go take a warm bath that filled my cup enough to go and give more to the rest of the family. I didn't need much. Uh, And then we also had worked out where every Sunday for four hours, I would go to Starbucks alone and write for my blog and get all my content out for the next week or two. And that was a really great time because I love to write. And so when I could just go and be and work and write, it was really good for me. And so I did that every Sunday. I had four hours that I got to go do that for. And now that he's home, it looks... It looks a little different. And we also have uh, a a baby. She's four months old, Mm -hmm. but the girl, like I'm her human pacifier. So (laughs) she just, she constantly needs me. So right now I have to keep reminding myself, this is my season. This is my season. This is my season. And this is what I need to do for her right now. So I don't get as much of that time to kind of rejuvenate, but I've really realized over the years that when I take the time to fill my cup, then it overflows so that I can give more to them. Otherwise I'm, if I'm just depleted, then I'm just a cranky stressed out mom and I've got nothing to give them. So, uh, it looks different for everybody, but I think it's really crucial to find what you need, whether that's 10 minutes 
locked in your bedroom to breathe or whether that's a girl's weekend every couple of uh, months or something like that. I like that. And the reason why I ask this question a lot, right, is kind of twofold, right? Because I feel Mm -hmm. I'm a single mom, right? So Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have someone to help me tap out. Right. And so for me, I struggle so much with self care Mm -hmm. um, and just remembering myself. Um, I also feel like I'm really on this self-care journey because I know how hard it is as a mom right and Mm -hmm. I know that as a mom we put ourselves last if we think about ourselves at all right and I really I really want to be in the climate of us remembering ourselves and so I really am truly embarking on this self-care journey and trying to get people to understand how crucial it is to like you said fill your own cup um, so that you can be whole for your family right as yes. well as I use this as opportunities, right, to hear what other moms are doing to give myself that little extra push to say, you know, it isn't always about like going shopping or mani petty, right? It's sometimes a few extra minutes that you yes. can do to help yourself be yourself, right? And yep. so for me, it's like, I love those ideas because maybe that's something that I can incorporate in my life and in my schedule. And then these little incorporations turn into full blown acts that I'm constantly doing. So this is why I love to share that as well as give other listeners, right? Ideas on, you can be also doing something where it's as simple as this to incorporate in your, in your daily lives. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I kind of wish we were just neighbors and then Summer could come hang out and then you could get some time to rejuvenate yourself. Oh, I love that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so last question. Tell us who Megan is. I feel like we know Megan the mom, the blogger, the businesswoman. But if you had to describe yourself in three words, something that people might not know about you, what do you think you would say for yourself? Oh, man. All right. Really put me on the spot here. (laughs) If three is too many, maybe one or two. No, I like it. I like it. Helps me dig deep. Uh, I know my name is Megan Joy, but I really think that the way God created me, I just live up to that. So joy, joy filled. Mm. Um, And I'm going to say quirky. I like that. And I'm, I'm embracing it because... I I always thought I love meeting people who are very witty and they just have like really funny stuff to say because I love to laugh. And I'm always like, man, I wish I was witty like that, but I just don't have <laughs> that quality. And someone said, yeah, but you're really quirky in a good way. And I was like, oh, people see me as quirky. I didn't realize. And because I think that I'm a little odd. I'm a little weird, but I, I love that. <laughs> so I'm going to go with quirky. I like that. And last but not least, ooh, 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 ooh. let's see. I'm going to go with encourager. Mm. I find joy in encouraging other people. And I'm learning to have confidence in that and to just speak those words and say the things that I feel and be that encouragement to people in written form and face to face and, and all of it. Mm, I love that. I feel like that's a great complete package for you, Megan. And, and, <laughs> and those are some good things to embrace. And I love it. You've been a lot of that to me and I'm sure to many, many listeners, to your family and your friends. And I just want to say, I love it. Thank you so much.
Thank you. Can I ask you your three words? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm putting you okay. on the spot. Okay, let's see. So three words for me, I would say the first one would have to be nurturer. Mm, I, like I really, really love to kind of nurture people to to make sure that they have what they need to, uh, mm -hmm. to help them understand that they're whole and they're wonderful and they're beautiful. So for me, I'm really, I'm really, I love the nurturer space. Um, I love that. Also, let's see, my next word, hmm, I would have to say serene. I think a lot of what I do is really, um, I do it in, in hopes of serenity, right? I really want mm -hmm. it to be from a calm and soothing place, but a place where you're enjoying it, right? And so that it brings you relaxation and peacefulness. Mm -hmm. And so even when I'm loud and I'm rambunctious, it's just from a place of serenity, right? Um, I love that. Yeah. I feel it. <laughs> I feel it from you. And I would say last, I want to say girl power. Mm -hmm. I am all about girl power, having women in my corner, being around a lot of friends and just being that support for women mm -hmm. and girls and watching them grow and helping them understand that they're beautiful and their bodies are beautiful and the way they think are beautiful and everything that they do is beautiful. Like I love girl power so much and I just feel like it's so underrated and we can do anything when we stick together and we have each other. Yes. Yes. You are amazing. <laughs> thank you so much. You are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on a different kind of mommy podcast. It was great to have you as a guest. And I'm just so happy that we got an opportunity to do this interview and to do this recording. Thank you so much for sharing your words and your family with us, Megan. And I just want to say that I'm going to always be your follower. You'll see me commenting on you on Instagram. You may see me here and there. I'm Dominican Besos. If you ever see me, okay. that's me. So thank you so awesome. much. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This was a pure joy to be a part of, and I'm really excited uh, to share this with everyone. So thank you. Well, thank you. Okay, bye, everyone.